Okay, reading from chapter chapter 30, Krishna hiding from <clears throat> the gopis. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om Gana Timaran Dasya Gananjana Chalakaya Taksuran Mulatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vanshakalpa Turubhyascha Kripashindo Bhayevacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshvari Vrishabhani Sate Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasa De Gaur Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from Hudson, New York. Today is Radhastami. For me, it's also the, the day after. I never do well the day after I travel. That's why even my throat is a little bit hoarse. We had a nice time at the Ravals and they don't cook Ayurvedically. <laughs> but uh, we had a really nice time. Well, let's read the section about Shumati Radharani on Radhastami, and then we will talk about it. In this way, all the gopis were madly feeling the absence of Krishna. They inquired about him from the trees and plants. In some places, they found the imprints of the marks on the soles of his feet, namely the flag, the lotus flower, the trident, and thunderbolts. After seeing those footprints, they exclaimed, oh, here is the impression of the marks on the soles of Krishna's feet. All the marks, such as the flag, the lotus flower, the trident, and the thunderbolt are distinctly visible here. So I discussed yesterday that we have a very beautiful, appropriate tension uh, in our approach to Radha Krishna. There's such an inspiration to become Radhika Dasyam, the servants of Radha. I even mentioned Prabhupada's last purports in the Bhagavatam in the Brahma Lila, which he was studying, Prabhupada said something like the goal of life is to become Radhika, you know, Radha is, is Radha Bhajan or something like that. And we know that Prabhupada's father, you know, wanted him to become a servant of, of, of Srimati Radharani. And Prabhupada said, now I'm, you know, I'm fulfilling that, that mission. And, you know, he gave us so many intimate things. More a 
Abilas, Vilas Kunje Diovas, Nayane He Rivo Sada Yugala Ruprasi, Namo Namo, Tulosi Krishna Prayasi, Namo Namo, Ye Tamara Sadan Loy, Taravancha Purnahoy, Kripa Kori Karo, Pare Brinda Vanavasi. More abilas, vilas, quinje dio vas. More abilas, my abilas, my desire. More abilas, vilas, quinje dio vas is to live vilas kunj. In the kunjas where the vilas, the, the, the pastimes are, are happening. Prabhupada established deities of, of Radha and Krishna. All over the world. And he gave us the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Even where Shilabhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur even we wouldn't allow a discussions on some of the later parts of Sri Ramananda Sambad. Discussion between Ramananda Roy and, and Lord Chaitanya, which goes so high. Prabhupada gave it in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, along with the purports. So there's such an inspiration if, if you come and the uh, Hare Krishna mantra is O Radha, O Krishna, please engage me in your service. So there's so much inspiration in the books he gave in the Bhagavatam and the Krishna book. There's so much inspiration if we do it properly, if we, if we listen to the pastimes of Krishna and chant the holy name, Taramadye Sarvashreshte Nama Sankirtan Nirapati Taramadye Sarvashreshte Nama Sankirtan Nirapati Let me try again. I've said this a thousand times. Um, but at the same sense, there is this strong push as Srila Bhakti Siddhanta would often quote uh, fools rush in where angels dare to tread. So there's a, 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 an inspiration that we should have this greed. This should be the goal of our life. And at the same time, a healthy pushback to see that you approach it in the appropriate way so that you can actually take advantage of it. I've met many mentioned times in terms of the Bhagavatam. Um, uh, I'll take a okay, plain one. You gotta, uh, yes, thank you. There's a, um, you know, the, 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 and there is the same sense that Prabhupada gave us the Krishna book and the 10th canto first, the same time he systematically gave us the Bhagavatam so that we can purify our hearts and purify our conceptions because understanding takes a purified intelligence. In other words, I, I mentioned this many times, it's not just enough that truth is spoken. 
the truth has to be understood. And that was Prabhupada's expertise. And for truth to be understood, it has to be spoken in our language. And we have to have a proper frame of reference to understand it. You know, I remember one time I was giving a Radhastami class in, in the Bhakti Center and Radhanath Swami, I think so many people were there, Jayadwaita Maharaj and Yogeshwar, and so many people were sitting there, so qualified. And then there were new people that were coming in. So I explained to people that the challenge in giving that type of class, the challenge in giving that type of class was that I've said pointed, I pointed this picture on the wall and it, it, it's, it's Radha and Krishna under the tree with the Astaka Saki, the, the, the eight chief gopis, and it's very, very intimate. And, and I said, what is a new person has no frame, what does he see when he sees that painting? Does he see the same thing of the people that have been here for 50 years preaching Krishna consciousness? It's the same colors, it's the same form, but do they see the same thing? So the pro proper understanding, it has to be filtered through, either it has to be filtered through a proper understanding or it, it has to be free from being filtered through an improper understanding. So therefore, it's, 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 it's some type of requirement that, and, and that's why I'm speaking the way I'm speaking now, rather than jumping in, and I will, will explain about Radha and Krishna, rather than jumping into it, I'm trying to develop the adhikari in me to speak it and the qualification for you to hear it by creating a certain type of humility first, not a certain sense of entitlement so that you hear it with the, with the, with the lens of, 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 of humility so that it is respected in the right way. And it won't be respected in the right way if you don't have the proper understanding because it'll, it'll sound very cartoonish or mythological. Or if your heart is not purified, it may, may be very, very sensual. We read yesterday that this analogy that Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami gave between iron and metal, that they're this, they, they have a similarity but there's a great difference in quality. So boy and girl in the material world and Radha Krishna in the, in the spiritual world have a similarity, but there's a, a real difference between them. And the difference is the consciousness. And therefore someone who is mature in spiritual life hears it under the proper guidance and has the proper consciousness. Has the proper consciousness. Will see those forms for what they are, which is an expression and manifestation of the highest selfless love. And if you don't hear it with humility, you'll see those forms as a representation of something else. You know, there's a spectrum of mental challenges. I think they call it autism or what, but one characteristic of it is the inability to read, to read minds. And therefore, you're, 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 you're getting the same sensual input 
but with a fraction of the understanding. And we don't want that to happen in terms of Radha and Krishna, the same central emperor, and I, I, without the right understanding. And that's why I made the point yesterday that there's only 172 verses of, of Radha and Krishna in the Bhagavatam. And it's not elaborately described. And, and, and I think that's for two reasons. One, it's not ink and paper, it's God in message. And, and it, it, it has an ability to reveal itself beyond what you see, according to your attitude and consciousness. And I, I remember one saint in Vrindavan, I heard him speak and said, Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur prayed to each word and volumes of, volumes of, of meaning, volumes of meaning came out. And, hmm. So it's very personal and it depends on your consciousness. And therefore, and I, I described in, in the perfection, more than seeing it, you'll feel it. Uh, yesterday I was also speaking about that, listening my friend reading Krishna book and feeling it. And that's what, when I came to Joppa, that's what I remembered more than the past times. The feeling, it's a representative of feeling, it's representative of an energy. Sri Radha is energy, eternally manifest in form for the expression of the ultimate love. So you have to understand that energy. And that energy is selfless love. I gave the example also of when I was staying with my friend who was a, a professor and he, his guru was a scholar in Vrindavan and, and the, the top scholar in Vrindavan and, and some immature Western devotees came to him and said, what do you think of Manjari Bhav? And he was a little sarcastic. He said, if, if you like young girls. And then he wanted to make the point, it's a bob. And what is the bob? Selfless service. And that was Prabhupada's mission. Unless when, when you have that kind of foundation, we've actually come to the point that Krishna consciousness is supposed to bring you to, which is a gopi, which is kinkari, a name for gopi, which means what you want, I will do. When you announce that in your heart to Krishna, what you want, I will do. And that manifests in humble service to Krishna's will by the mercy of Guru and Krishna, where it manifests for you in any circumstance, whether you're in a temple or home. When you have that kind of mood, then the, the pastimes of Radha and Krishna have tremendous relevance. And I, and I, and I was just sharing that kind of experience because I've been practicing Krishna consciousness and listening to it. And it's so simple. It, okay, it's five chapters, it's 172 verses, but it's enriched with so much feeling and mood, every word. Drinking this, bring, it doesn't say read the Bhagavatam. It says bibita means drink the Bhagavatam. Bibita rasa, bibita. Bibita Bhagavatam, rasa alayam. Drink the rasa of the Bhagavatam in every word, that feeling, because it's the feeling that you want. And you want the form because it's a manifestation of the feeling. 
And it's got to be a manifestation of the right feeling. Therefore, Srila Prabhupada gave us, Srila Prabhupada actually gave us the, the Gopi Bhav. He gave us Manjari Bhav. He gave us the Bhav. And when you desire that and you want that, generally, and then more specifically, then you become qualified to enter into the pastimes. Now, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit quicker today and get more into a little bit of the rasa and the stories. I'll just repeat a basic philosophical point about Radha. We'll go over her qualities. We'll read a bit. We'll go through the stories. And this is something I came up. If you want to understand Sri Radha, you have to understand the relationship between pleasure, love, and beauty. The essence, uh, 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 Krishna's pleasure potency is called Ladini Shakti. The essence of it is Krishna Prem, love. When Krishna Prem is intensified to the highest degree, it becomes Mahabhav Swarup. It becomes Mahabhav and Sri Radha is Mahabhav Swarup. She is the form of the most intensive desire. I love you and therefore I want to please you. And therefore I am offering the best, that energy to please Krishna. And Prabhupada said there's sense gratification in the spiritual world, but the consciousness is different. It's how I can please someone else. And I appreciate things for the pleasure of someone else. Radha appreciates her beauty not to be a seductress, but because it's for, for the pleasure of Krishna. And, and Radharani is the most expert cook. And she can appreciate the taste and the fragrance. It's so, she's the most expert cook. And she can appreciate it. And she can taste it. And connect that taste to the pleasure of Krishna experiencing her love through the fragrances, through the color, through the texture. So therefore, Radharani has the full capacity to please Krishna, to please the senses of God. Sarvapati vanir muktam, sarvapati vanir muktam, tatpodatvena nirmalam, rishikena, rishikesha. Sarvanam bhakta uttama. Uttama bhakti means rishikesha rishikena. What is it? Sarva pari vinir muktam tatparatvena nirmala rishikena rishikesha. Rishikesha, the controller of the senses, the pleasure of the senses. We please Krishna. That's love. Love has this complete opposite focus, it's focused on another. And bhakti and, 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 and radha love means universal love. Because you're loving everything. And that mood is in the heart. So Radharani has these qualities. Mentioned yesterday, she's a scholar in making garlands. So carefully she makes the flowers and picks the flowers and and the fragrances and the shapes, and she offers it to Krishna. We see this reflected in the world on, on Valentine's Day, on Mother's Day. There's so much, there's so many flowers. When I came here, I had flowers. Leela gave flowers here. They're not here, but they let flowers. It's an expression of, of love. So we can imagine in the spiritual world, the flowers that Radharani and the garlands that she makes. Told yesterday the story, it's relevant. I think I can tell it again. And although 80% you heard the class, 
<clears throat> but why not hear it again? And Prabhupada came out of his room and they offered him a garland and it was these simple white flowers and it was purchased and, and they have no fragrance and they were wilted. Prabhupada expressed disgust. What type of love is this? What type of love is Radha? It's the best flowers. It's the best fragrance. It's the best intelligence. It's the best beauty. And she is the Shakti. Krishna is the Shakti Man. He's Krishna. God is not God without Radha. God is Radha Krishna. It's Shakti and Shakti Man. What is, what is a flower without its color and fragrance? What is Krishna without Radha? It's like a flower without its color and fragrance. And what is that color and fragrance? It's Mahabhav Swarup. It's the form. And therefore, Radharani has Avaram and Alankara. When she goes to cook, Every day, she's got the benediction from Durvasa Muni, whatever she cooks, someone will be healthy and long-lived, and, and, and Nanda Maharaj is king of Vrindavan, so is the queen of Vrindavan. And they somehow arranged that Radharani could cook for Krishna every day. And when she comes to cook, she takes off her, her lankara, her beautiful gold jewelry and ankle bells. And, but that is her. It's composed of this same energy. If someone dresses nice to please someone else, But Radharani, it's not only an object, it's a consciousness. I love you. I love you. We put on something, we may dress, a woman may dress to please, a, a wife may dress to please her husband, let's say. And it's, it's certainly, wait, years gone where the husband went out and came back and there was, this system of psychological chastity, how the marriages were arranged, the dedication, she would dress to give the husband pleasure when he comes back. His wife should look beautiful. But when Madharani does that for Krishna, it's not an object, it's, it's the same energy that she is composed of. And therefore, it's saying, I love you to the most intense degree. So she's a, a, a scholar in, she's the best cook. She's a scholar in his 25 quality. She's a scholar in garland making. And the quote from Ujvala Nilamani about her beauty, I can repeat it every day. The beauty of Radharani's smile defe defeats the beauty of a blue lotus. Defeats a forest of blue lotus flowers and the luster of her body puts gold in a painful condition. So we're talking about absolutes. When we talk about God, we talk about something that's incalculable. So if this is Krishna's pleasure And it's manifest in beauty. Then what is the, what? How beautiful is Sri Radha? How intelligent is she?
Our fragrance is for the pleasure of Krishna. What is that fragrance? When she is hiding from Krishna in a forest of magnolias, Krishna hundreds of years, hundreds of meters away, he smells her. And what is her singing in the Rasa dance? Krishna starts to sing. And he sings very high because the higher you can sing, the more beautiful it is. He sings. And then Radharani sings. It's even higher. And Krishna goes, sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Um, So, and then how powerful is that love? It is Krishna's pleasure. It's within Krishna, but it's Krishna's pleasure. And therefore, it controls Krishna. How can it not? It's the greatest love. It's the greatest love. How can it not control Krishna? We can thank you. Some of you may have children or you have friends. If someone really gives their heart to you, if someone loves you so much, it's incalculably how much they love you. Won't you become affected? And if you're not affected, what does it mean? If it doesn't in any way obligate you, if it doesn't in any way control you, what does that say about you? What does that say about you? It says you are impersonal. Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead, and therefore it means he must be controlled with love. How many of you ever entered into a relationship which perhaps broke because the person didn't reciprocate your love? He was not affected by that love and therefore could not at all be ruled by your desires, even to the littlest degree. If you are loving, you are controlled by the desires of the object of your love. So Krishna's 25th quality is always keeps Krishna under control. Always keeps Krishna under control. In Vrindavan, when you come around the Parikram path, some of you may have went, some of you may have not gone. You go out the Krishna Balaram Mandir, Then you turn right towards the Russian house, but at the road before the Russian house, you make a left that goes out to the Prickrum path. And then you make a right and you keep on going right. 
until there's the Bhaktivedanta hospice, and then you turn left for a short while, and then keep on going right. And then the Parikram path veers right again. And on the right-hand side, there's beautiful, beautiful gardens. Thank God that are preserved as the original Vrindavan do. There's a place called Madan Ter, and the idea is that Cupid tried to bewilder Krishna by his arrow of infatuation. And Cupid is called Madan. So with his arrow of his arrow of infatuation, he aimed, but when he saw Krishna, he just ah, ah, he just he just couldn't aim. It just was too much. What is it to concentrate on the highest form of love manifest in, in beauty to please God? And therefore Krishna became Madan Moham. So Krishna was transcendentally, transcendentally proud and he was playing his flute in his threefold bending form, and he's Madan Mohan. And then, Radhe, Radhe, Govinda, Govinda, Radhe, 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 Govinda, Govinda, Radhe, 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 Govinda, Govinda, Radhe. And Radharani walked by, and then Krishna just went, ah. He was just bewildered. So Sri Radha became known as Madan, Mohan, Mohini, the bewilderer of the bewilderer of Krishna. One of my favorite pastimes of Sri Radha is Krishna took a bath in Radha Kund. And Radha Kund is the prema liquefied. I hope I can soon. I can't even imagine it now. I, I became maybe a sense of entitlement or didn't take it serious, but I, it's almost been a year and a half since I've been in Vrindavan. It's hard to imagine. I'm trying to make my way back now. And uh, When Krishna came out of Radha Kun, his chest was very shiny. So Radha is the highest form of love. And what does that mean? Love is an emotion. So even they describe what is prema, your heart is melted. So you know, you see a peacock feather, you see something, you, you fall apart. We know when we have love, we can, we can, our, our emotions can overcome us. We can cry. And we can cry in separation. So, 
Radha saw a figure shining in Krishna's face, in Krishna's chest, and thought, oh, Krishna's with another girl. So she looked at Krishna and said, in my presence, you're with someone else after you vowed, after you vowed that you would be there for me. And she just stormed off. And there's different levels of prema. Radha is at the highest Mahabhav in Prem. Is it Modanayaka Mahabhav in Prem? So she went off. And Krishna was saying that, that it's just a reflection. You know, she says, liar, liar. And she left. And after two, three days, Krishna just couldn't tolerate. He, he just said, um, this is friend Subal. He, he says, I'm, I can't live without Radha. What should I do? She won't believe me. He, he said, well, just apologize. He said, well, I didn't do anything wrong. He said, just apologize. I know the psychology of, of, of women. So Krishna went to Radha and said, you know, I, I, I made a mistake. I really am so regretful. I apologize. I, I just somehow got caught in a moment of weakness. And Radharani said, you do something wrong, then you lie to me. You do something wrong, then you lie to me. Now you're coming to me in this way. I'll never speak to such a duplicitous person. You should have immediately took responsibility for your and then Krishna was, couldn't be, couldn't do anything. He was feeling these intense feelings of separation from Sri Radha. And then uh, he was practically dying on the bank of, of Radha Kund. And it was an existential crisis because if God dies, nothing exists. So, anyway, this at Radha Kund, then Subhal said, you worship Radha Kund, and then Radharani was pacified. This nice story, there's a beautiful place called Prem Sarovara that's between Nandagaon and Barsana. Barsana, oh, I have to go to these places soon. Barsana, the place where Radharani is and, and, and Nandagram, place where Krishna is and in between, they somehow want to meet. So you can see Nandagram, Nandishwar, the hill from, from, from Brahma Parvat. The, the the hill of 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 Radha and their palaces and they did a kind of Morse code I joke Mohan code but they put candles on top of the palaces and they went you know dash dash meet me here and they met in this place in the middle of Prem Sarovara and Radha was sitting on Krishna's lap, finally in, in union with Krishna. And she's feeling so much, she's feeling so much separation. So much separation she's feeling. Not so much, she's feeling so much joy in the union. And then Krishna has a Priya, Narma, Saki, Saka, intimate, friend, Norma, 
joking, deeply joking, intimate friend that can even be with Krishna in the conjugal pastimes. He's assisting Krishna and a bee begins to disturb. A bee begins to disturb and, and, and he asks Madhu Mangal to take, get the bee and get it away and he he takes off his dupatta, his, his cloth, and he shoos the bee away and then yells back to Krishna that Madhu is gone. And Madhu means bee, but it also means Krishna. And when Radharani, again, in that sensitive mood, hears that, she begins crying in separation. She's in separation in union. She's in separation and union. Separation and union. This is called prema vaichitya. Krishna is there and she has so much love for Krishna. She doesn't see Krishna because she's emotionally overcome with this, just a sentence that Madhu is gone has such an effect on her that her whole intelligence senses, everything becomes clouded. Where is Krishna? And Krishna sees this and he sees how deep her love is that in this mood of separation, the object that is before me, before her, which is me, is now resting in her heart. Or sometimes... Radharani in, in separation from Krishna. One time I was, this was a very, it was twice that I ha had to hide Srila Naraya Marge. Once was when the government was rounding up and arresting sadhus. They were arresting sadhus because there was a march on a yoga, evidently a mosque was built on the birthplace of Lord Ram and then the Hindus marched there and then somehow they took it down. Somehow they took it down. So his servant, Naveen Krishna, said hi to him. And I hid him in a house that belonged to Tamal Krishna Maharaj. That was three minutes from the temple. No one knew he was there and he was just so happy. He was just so happy there. And then I went to see him with Buri John. And we went in and he, he was reading this book, Hamsa Dutta which is the swan messenger. And he started to tell us the story that, that Radha was on the bank. Radha was by the Jamuna. She went to bathe and, and Krishna already left for Mathura and she saw a kunj or a cottage, a flower cottage that she once met together with, with Krishna. And she, She, she fainted and they didn't think they can revive her. So Lalita goes to the Jamuna to get some water to kind of revive her. And she sees a swan and she starts speaking to the swan to give a message to Krishna. It's a very brilliant thing. And the swan, while going to Mathura, along the, 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 the Jamuna, which flows from Vrindavan to Mathura, or from Mathura to Vrindavan, or one of them, it, 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 he, it, he's going to see, and he starts mentioning all the, do you remember the message? It was, do you remember that? And do you remember this, where you stole the garments of the gopis? Do you remember the tree where you jumped off the Kaliya serpent? And do you remember that small cow? Now its milk bags are full. Do you remember that small vine? Now it's a huge creeper. 
So he was telling us that. So Radharani, in that separation, she sees a tamal tree, which is very dark, and grabs onto it and says, now that I have you, let me die so that the wind element of my body merges with the air element in Vrindavan and I can gently caress your body. Let me merge into the earth so that your lotus feet will always be stepping on my head. Let my water element in my body merge in the Jamuna, so I'll always be immersed in your embrace. So that's Prema Vivarta. These are experiences of love that are only ex um, exhibited in the, in the, in the, the nature of Sri Radha and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who's God wanting that mood. And, and what is that feeling? Prema Vivarta is even the object is not before you, you see it out of love. And Prema Vaichitya is even the object is before you out of love, you don't see it. She's sitting on the, the lap of, of, of Krishna, but not seeing Krishna. So now we'll take 10 more minutes today. And now we'll just read that part. Um, They began to follow the footprints and shortly they saw another set of footprints besides them and immediately they became very sorry. Dear friends, just see, whose are these other footprints? They are besides the footprints of the son of Maharaj Nanda. It is certainly Krishna passing through, resting his hands on some other gopi, exactly as an elephant goes side by side with his beloved mate. We must therefore understand that this particular gopi served Krishna with greater affectionate love than ourselves, ourselves. Because of this, although he has left us, he could not leave her company. So that's actually, if you do the Sanskrit, that's the verse. That's why Prabhupada wasn't so keen of us going Jai 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 Radhe. He was a little cautious of that. He was saying Sukadev Goswami. He wouldn't even mention the name of Radha. This is again the restrictive element. He wouldn't even mention the name of Radha. He said, Aniya Radito Nunam Bhagavan Hariya Ishvara, you know Vidhaya Govinda, Pritya, that Aniya Radito, there was no one else. Aniya Radito, Aniya Radito, that's where it comes from. There's no one that has worshipped as much as this gopi, because even though Krishna was in the midst of, Krishna said to the gopis, there's no way I can repay you for your love. Your love is so great, I cannot repay you. I'm loving every living entity, you're just loving me. There's no way I can repay you for your love. You'll have to be satisfied with the, the, with the service itself. And even though Krishna was bound in, in that loving thing of the rasa dance, when Radharani left, he could not stay. That's how great she is. Dear friends, just imagine how the dust of this place is transcendentally glorious. The dust of the lotus feet of Krishna is worshiped even by Lord Brahma, and Lord Shiva and the goddess of fortune, Lakshmi. But at the same time, we are very sorry that this particular gopi has gone along for Krishna. For she is sharing the nectar of Krishna's kisses and leaving us aside to lament. Oh, friends, just see, at this particular spot, we do not see the footprints of that gopi. It appears that because there was some pinpricks from the dry grass 
Krishna took Radharani on his shoulders. Oh, she is so dear to him. Krishna must have picked some flowers in this spot to satisfy Radharani, because here where he stood erect to get the flowers from the high branches of the tree, we find only half the impressions of his feet. Dear friends, just see how Krishna must have sat down here with Radharani and tried to set flowers in her hair. You can be certain that both of them sat together here. Krishna is self-sufficient. He has nothing to enjoy from any other source. Yet just to satisfy his devotee, he treated Radharani exactly as a lusty boy treats his girlfriend. Krishna is so kind that he always tolerates the disturbances created by his girlfriends. In this way, all the gopis pointed out the faults of the particular gopi who had been taken alone by Krishna. They said that this chief gopi, Radharani, must be very proud of her position, thinking herself the greatest of the gopis. Yet how could Krishna take her away alone leaving all of us aside, unless she is extraordinary, qualified, and beautiful. She must have taken Krishna to the deep forest and told him, my dear Krishna, I am now very tired. I cannot go any further. Please carry me wherever you like. When Krishna was spoken to in this way, he might have told Radharani, all right, better get on my shoulder. But immediately Krishna must have disappeared. And now Radharani must be lamenting for him. My dear lover, my dearest, you are so fine and so powerful. Where have you gone? I'm nothing but your most obedient maidservant. I am very much aggrieved. Please come and be with me again. Krishna, however, is now not coming to her. He must be watching her, her from a distant place and enjoying her sorrows. All the gopis then went further and further into the forest, searching out Krishna. When they learned that actually Radharani was left alone by Krishna, they became very sorry. This is the test of Krishna consciousness. In the beginning, they were a little envious that Krishna had taken Radharani alone, leaving aside all the other gopis. But as soon as they saw that Krishna had left Radharani, and that she was lamenting alone for him. They became more sympathetic to her. The gopis found Radharani and heard everything from her about how she had misbehaved with Krishna and how she was proud and was insulted for her pride. After hearing all this, they became actually very sympathetic. And all the gopis, including Radharani, proceeded further into the forest until they could no longer see the moonlight. When they saw that it was getting gradually darker, they stopped. Their minds and intelligence became absorbed in thoughts of Krishna. They all imitated the activities of Krishna and his speeches. Due to their heart and soul being completely given to Krishna, they began to chant his glories, completely forgetting their family interests. In this way, all the gopis returned to the bank of the Jamuna and assembled there. And expecting that Krishna must return to them, they simply engaged in chanting the glories of Sri Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport of the 30th chapter of Krishna, Krishna hiding from the gopis. So, Those nearer to India, it's probably in the evening and you already celebrated Radhastami and those that are here, this is the beginning of your day. So you can continue reading the Krishna book. And if you're near a temple, you can come. Today, uh, Leela and Tramuna, they went to Bhakti Bandhav which is the 60-acre wonderful bhakti ashram where many Vaishnavas from Iskan and Gaudiamata, they, in a non-sectarian way, they gather there and, and 
have kirtan and kata the whole day. It's so wonderful. I'm very glad they're there. I'm kind of resting here. Parmananda will come and we'll worship my Giriraj and then we'll have our own little feast. Okay, some uh, Jamuna Jaya, anything today? Well, you had to go. Probably had to go to your work. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah, hi, Bo. Yeah, you, today you told my favorite story. And it was interesting to learn that it's one of yours also. The one where Krish, um, Radharani got mad at, at Krishna for quote-unquote cheating on, on her, I guess with Chandravali. When he was in the water, you know, he came out and, and she saw Chandravali on, in her chest, you know. And I remember the first and only time I heard that story, you know, it was, it was you who told me the story. <laughs> I had pulled you away from a program at, at the Ravels. I don't know if you remember that, but anyway, that's when you, you told me the story and it has remained my favorite. He, he saw her own reflection and thought it was Chandravali. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> okay. You like that story and my mother poking me with the cane. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Yeah. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Wow, you're here today too. Okay, great. Hi, Bo. Yes, happy, happy right to me too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's so nice for me on these days where I'm not like in Vrindavan or something, but the main thing is I can do some kata, I can speak about it. That's great. Thanks. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, me. Did you worship your Radha Krishna yet? No, we're going to be doing it after class. We do a full Abhishek and stuff. Yeah, and what are you going? To, what pasada are you going to offer? I'm going to make cook a little feast. So probably like dal, some vegetables, rice, um, rotis, maybe brownies. We'll still work. Still working on the menu. Oh, if I was in New Jersey, I'd be over there for lunch in a second. I I, I would I, I was. I was praying, hoping, hopefully, but it's so nice that it it fell on your day off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually you cook for me on 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 Monday. Look at how I missed it. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Hari Ball. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Happy Maharaj Hari Ball. Good. Happy it's, it's the evening there. It's evening, but tomorrow is Rathasami for us. Okay, you, you, you do it tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here you go. We're going to have a feast tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Gumaraj Totagopinath here. Happy Rathasami. Okay, did you recover from yesterday? Oh, still sluggish. <laughs> still sluggish. I've been doing push ups all morning. Show Kaylee, Harry Bow. Hey, welcome, Raj. Happy ride right to me. Thank you. Thank you. Very well. Anybody else want to say hello? Hi, Bo. Namasaki here. Hi, Bo. I'm so glad we have this that I can give classes regularly and, and you and Sri Radhika and Yasaman can hear. That's so nice. So fortunate. We are Hi, so fortunate. Krishna Premi. I don't hear you. Turn on your. No, I still don't hear you, Krishna Premi. What's going on? I can't hear you. All I'll say is the same thing. You just can't buy a ticket to leave the Holy Dom, and I can't buy a ticket to get there. And I want to get there, and, and your husband wants to go to China. So if Krishna would link our desires, right, the other way around, so that my desire 
the, uh, I can have his karma and he can have my karma and then we can have the right desires. Okay. Okay, Haribo. <laughs> okay, I can't hear. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj, this is Shampak. Happy Radhashtami. Shampak, the, the Akashvani, the voice from the sky. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for class. So great that you're on it. Okay. Okay, anybody else? Okay, I will head out then. Bunch of copa through the